Welcome so, into the show, Joe <laughs> Lawler. How are you? Very good. Thank you for uh, having me back. Anytime, anytime. Wait, so we did an about face. I had him on talking about actors who decided yes. to channel their ego and become singers. And he's like, let's do an about face because there's so many who we thought the other way around. Like, I, I thought I didn't know J Lo was an actress before a singer. Oh, like, yeah. The other way around. It's like, and it's just so funny here. <laughs> There's a lot of these other music artists, and uh, we, we we already talked to Ice T, and it's like what a great band Body Count is, mm-hmm. a metal and a rap band, and <laughs> how he kind of uh, just went the way of some lesser talked about rappers who is just like he just had charisma and he just he was able to kind of be himself and then get even more comfortable and sometimes deliver a hard role. Is like wow, I didn't know he could do that. I thought. You know, he was going to be kind of like Ice Cube, where I'm Ice Cube and everything. Yeah, and I can do comedy and it works. And there's other times where it doesn't work, but because I'm I'm playing Ice Cube. <laughs> well, I was thinking about like just you know what because as I was researching for this, I felt like I was finding way more you know people we didn't even realize who, were acting. Yeah, like, kind of just did it for fun, like uh, freaking uh, uh, Mick Jagger from the Rolling Stones. You know, is kind of just did that for fun. Yeah, like, you know, because he was someone I thought about, like, because there's so much, there's, like, a certain amount of, like, charisma that you need as a rock star that I think translates better to, like, film than, Alice say, Cooper, for instance, you know, he's, he's yeah. never taken a screen actor's go test, but, you know, he's, yeah. <laughs> he, every once in a while was able to pick someone's brain and say, I'll be a weirdo, I'll be at a party, I'll be a demon, yes. I'll be this, and that just works. For whatever reason, it just it's very cinematic, whatever I'm doing, whether it's playing Freddy's dad in one of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies oh, yeah. or Jeez. being in some other goofy movie where I'm playing a rock star that's definitely inspired by me and they just <laughs> didn't want to use my name. And it. Uh, so my research for this was watching all six seasons of Highlander. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? What it means is uh, the, what's his name? It was like the lead singer for Fine Young Cannibals. Good oh. actor yeah geez i forgot that he's on there i'll come up with his name here shortly uh vanity's on there and i didn't really i forgot that she did a lot of acting outside of just whatever prince was doing and <laughs> mm, yeah um uh roger daltrey of all people you know is from the who is yeah is a well, recurring uh hero in there and they killed him off and they loved him so much so they're just like let's do flashbacks with his character <laughs> and <laughs> and it's just so funny is I, I i said that to other people and they're like yeah you didn't know that i mean i'm like i yeah obviously i like everyone in college i saw any movie with a rock star that was just weird and so yeah. obviously i saw tommy and i was like no he he's done so many other movies where he's often played a gangster or a businessman and i'm like interesting okay cool I remember he did some like Roger Corman stuff in the '90s, like some of his Vampirella like made for. TV. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so a fun fact: Jim Minorski said in, in like a podcast interview I heard like three years ago, <laughs> he was like, uh, Corman, you know, was still going by even in the VHS DVD days. He was going by the whole you know, set, you know, eighty minute rule, and yeah. <laughs> and technically the movie is like 102, and it's like, what did you change? It's like I Roger Daltrey decided to improvise a song one day, and I put it back in when it came to dvd <laughs> i was doing the commentary <laughs> track he didn't notice <laughs> every once in a while even carmen will break his own rules i guess <laughs> oh yeah it, it's so wild how uh, winorski will even do some random like uh like he would film at his wife's uh corman's wife's like studio or ask her permission and you know film behind her back i'm like that's so wild <laughs> so it's like you're filming a movie for the dude and you don't have the right to use his studio that's just so wild and <laughs> I, I don't even know how anyone gets away with filming something without a permit i mean you can do it obviously because now you can do it on your phone or whatever and just sure yeah it. but there are other ones where it's like uh, you did it at that of that studio wow <laughs> So I was thinking, like, <clears throat> it can be anyone, just any kind of music artist. Like, so, there's... <laughs> all right. So I'll go, you know, kind of like the big gun, and like he made a lot God. of movies. <laughs> but I just want to talk about reference. One. <laughs> God. Uh, Elvis Presley. I mean, probably like the prototype for rock star becoming oh, an yeah. actor. 
But like, I mean, he made a lot of crappy movies, but his very first movie, Love Me Tender, he wasn't yeah. the lead. And, uh, and, but like once he hit it big, they like amped up his, like him in the marketing and they changed the title to an Elvis song. He was but, like the precursor to the, uh, just the artist who you basically, you know, you just, uh, you you wait on those movies and then, yeah, when, when his star rises, then you release them. <laughs> yes. Yep. It's like any minute now and then bam, like, yeah, so it, you know. But it is, it, that's a good point because it's like, you would see him sometimes mentioned in like the same breath as someone like Bob Hope or something. It's like, he does have a cinematic look and yeah. he just couldn't get past just his personal troubles and his awful manager. And <laughs> I, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to that upcoming movie where Tom Hanks is actually going to play his manager. Cause yeah. I'm really Tom like Hanks playing the previews for that look good. <laughs> yeah. It, it's just, I didn't even know there was previous. Nice. I was. <laughs> yeah. I've seen at least one. So I, yeah, it's just like everyone tried with it once in a while. And it, it's just what's funny is uh, so I'll give you a funny story. My my father did not care for Frank Sinatra as a <laughs> actor, and but even he is like you know sometimes the magic works. He's really damn good in Manchurian Candidate. I don't know yeah. why it works. It's just a <laughs> I mean I'd say like from here to eternity is another good Sinatra. I mean like he had lots of the kind of Rat Pack films that just aren't yeah, really memorable. Yeah, and it but... helped that they were playing off of each other. So <laughs> yeah. So trying to like i mean you know for like modern actors i mean like justin timberlake and lady gaga are kind of the the two big examples now of mm -hmm. the successful transition they were questioned at first and now they're not even yeah. questioned because they've gotten some kind of awards and it's just so wild well like especially i was like looking back at like lady gaga's filmography and her like first two movies were like robert rodriguez sequels like machete kills and mm -hmm. the sin city uh, dame to kill american horror and story like, yeah. yeah and then it's like suddenly oscar nominations and and plus like you know it being a star is born which uh you know like the last time that was made there was another uh, singer <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep so it's like you know, i don't know it's like i guess that's a good movie for uh <laughs> <laughs> making that transition i guess it's like basically they gotta be of a music type i guess in order to do it because they know how to walk and talk yeah but it is kind of wild too because you're just like hmm you know <laughs> and half the time when you even see these razzy nominations you don't know how much of it is i just don't like that person as a persona yeah. like like drake for god's sakes was an actor before he became a rapper here yes and yeah and they i mean like in the razzies about like i don't know like you know starting off like i think the first one they were nominating the shining for worst picture so it's like always a little questionable with the, some of the oh choices. yeah we pretty much destroyed them a few episodes ago it's like nice angelina jolie and stallone were not awful in all those movies yes mm -hmm. some of those guys like in star wars or twilight were awful but you kind of knew that going in too so i mean yeah then they do just the kind of chicken shit ones like this is the first time i've heard anyone say they were awful in that why was charlie's theron awful in a million ways to die in the west why was Keith yeah. awful as the bad guy in pompeii <laughs> disaster movie I'm like, I, yeah <laughs> i'd say they were probably the best part you could argue so <laughs> definitely yeah it's like sometimes i feel like it's just they just it's, it's like a, high profile actor in a bad movie and it's like well it randomly saw by association or... yeah and he said he saw like brian de palma making a movie he's like whatever he's doing he's not doing it the right way i'm like well what do you know you're not a filmmaker i mean <laughs> yes and uh, that goes back to even just how many like uh, you can't base quantity and mistake it with quality <laughs> there's plenty of people yeah. who are great actors but do awful movies so i mean i look at freaking rihanna i think she's very mm. intriguing as a pop artist and as a uh as an actress but she hasn't always like aside from uh bates motel that final season where she's playing oh, yeah. you know janet lee's signature role she hasn't really had an opportunity to kind of display that but i think just kind of the best is kind of just lying around the corner <laughs> like yes well that's got like right. 
and then I don't um actually one that uh, you know the kind of uh, finding the right uh, part and role. Uh, have you seen uh, Licorice Pizza? Uh, yeah, the the John that that gal. Uh, yeah, Alana Haim from. I think that's how she pronounces her name, but from yeah. the band Haim, and like you know, it's her very first role, and uh, uh, like got lots of attention, and I'm sure will end up getting uh, other film <laughs> roles as a result. But. I couldn't but, get into like, it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I yeah. But I, I did want to kind of use that uh, to segue because uh, Tom Waits is also in that movie. Yeah, it's like you kind of got to just be under the radar. Just be yeah. to where, like, I mean, no one really even questions you anymore. <laughs> yes. I mean, he, he's got, like, a great kind of, like, you know, his film career has always just been, like, kind of character roles. And, uh, you know, he does them great, like uh, Renfield in Brown Stroker's Dracula right. and like his uh mad scientist and mystery men and oh yeah Inventor and... he almost made me cry when i was watching seven psychopaths and that's a dark oh, yeah. action crime comedy with an all-star cast and like you just forget that you, you for that split moment i stopped seeing tom waits the singer who you know who talks you know and mumbles and yeah. <laughs> has done artistic a license to you know to the t and i'm like yeah but he didn't just play tom waits in like yeah <laughs> well that's like, like that came from a real buster. place whatever it was <laughs> yeah when he was like in ballad of buster uh, scruggs not too long ago and like mm -hmm. as i was watching it i was like who is this guy and then like i looked up and it's like oh it was tom waits he's just he's looking a lot <laughs> older and who would have guessed yeah disappear into the role <laughs> someone had to do it and <laughs> It's even wilder just what even actors I've seen play real life music artists. Like the only time David Carradine got any critical merit was when he did a movie about a country singer. I forget the name so long ago, but it is like <laughs> sometimes that's kind of what you got to do. Like, like Rami Malik, totally ignored. Then he plays, you know, Fred, yeah. Freddie Mercury. And it's like, it doesn't matter that everyone either did or didn't like the movie. Everyone agreed. Yeah, yeah he was perfect guy to play Freddie Mercury. Yep. He just had that artistic kind of detail and yeah it's kind of like good. unfortunate for like you know good performance in a not great movie and yeah it, it's unfortunately does get to that i mean uh, i i look at dmx mm. uh, i should like those you know rap and kung fu movies he's in i really don't but he really is really good in those and i'm just yeah he what a shame that he couldn't get his act together and he ended up just kind of just starring in just garbage you know b movies and faith films you're just like oh but he deserved at least some consideration to do this or that well that like in similar like 50 Cent, like i mean get richard die trying wasn't like a great movie but i'd say his performance was good but then he went on to just mostly uh like b movie action whereas eminem made you know, pretty much the same yeah, with movie Kilmer with and, Merciless and um and and now i see power a show that he produces and is like that's 50 cent probably it is most powerful he's just comfortable yeah. he's able to work with the writers heavily and just mm -hmm. that's kind of what you gotta do you just gotta like is you gotta find people who can you know stroke your ego but also just find where you actually do work on screen as an actor instead of Let's just work with all these people, and then we find out after the fact. Oh, they, it was a shit show. No one got along. Everyone was late to set. Everyone was high. <laughs> yeah. Last minute replacement for Val Kilmer, Wesley Snipes, Nick Cage. <laughs> that was next up. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I think another kind of like character type uh, actor, uh, Dwight Yoakam. Like that's so true. You forget, like he's the one of the homeland invasors who, like, yeah, gets and Panic Room, and like, and like the creepy, like stepdad or whatever in Sling Blade, Sling Blade, <laughs> like, and Billy Mike like, Thornton. We forget, like, he does some music, and like that's probably where he met him. You know, and just on the music, yeah. Scene, he said, hey. and he's like someone who, you know, it's like at the right part in his career, he probably could have taken like leading man roles, but he's always played these, uh, you know, little more offbeat parts that you know add a lot and then like i never watched a movie and then like taken out of it because oh there's dwight yoakam and that's all i see him as it's like he <laughs> just kind of disappears into these parts right 
just leave some room for thought in that here's what you can do when everyone's just really getting along and got their eyes on the prize. And just like I was just intrigued by actors who like, you know, like Kevin Bacon, other people who do music on the side is like, I was even more impressed with how they can decide that, you know, they, uh, I mean, you, you look at these Madonnas and the Prince and it's like Prince was pretty much just doing a feature length music video. Madonna kind of started off doing stuff where, she, you know, she did the soundtrack for and then kind of would show up in movies where she was like a supporting role and it's like, well, okay. Mm -hmm. And I think she kind of just became a joke again when everyone saw Die Another Day and swept away in the same year. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, just too much negative spotlight attention is like still listening to your music I, I don't know what you guys were doing on that movie <laughs> yes it's like yeah it's because i mean she had like several years with uh, like a league of their own and uh you know leading up to like evita you know where she was uh you know, having some good roles or she was having some big roles and mm -hmm. Kind of like when you're getting used to how many people are models but you don't know if they're good actors or not you're just like i like the movie yeah <laughs> Yeah, sort of like a fair game with Cindy Crawford. Like, oh, I guess that's <laughs> yeah. why there's not a lot of Cindy Crawford movies. <laughs> there you go. Is it like Rebecca Remigen, where it's not half bad for what it is, but is it great? Uh, you leave, the, leave it to the judge. It kind of just depends on the movie. You know? Yes. I don't know. I've got like a kind of dark horse uh, thought, like, because he hasn't done a lot of acting, but. Uh, David Johansson of the New York Dolls, who's like also Buster Poindexter. He was uh, the ghost of Christmas past in Scrooge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and like, I don't know, that part, like, and like not too long after that, he was like the lead in Car 54, Where Are You? Which was a terrible movie. And like, Oof. I think at that point, Hollywood's fascination with David Johansson uh, seemed to quickly end. Mm -hmm. But like, you know, his part in Scrooge is like you know, so perfect is that like weird cabbie ghost and kind of like you know, Gene it's Simmons. Just... he works in Extract but he's been in just so many other movies as a bad guy or a biker and you're like just stop yes <laughs> stop talking like, good uh, small dose but not uh, I don't want to watch 90 minutes of this oh yeah I, I looked at uh, I went through all that TV show Millennium recently mm. <laughs> You can only you still can only get it on DVD, and it was one of those where it was just like, just so hysterical what they did with um, uh, uh, just that kiss appearing on that one episode, and even the behind the scenes of how they made that it was like that was just it worked. It was everyone was in on yeah. the joke and on a movie within a movie episode, and yet there's other times where it's like they were in on the joke but it's just too fucking stupid for its own kind <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, kiss meets the phantom of the park <laughs> oh yeah and see everyone's like why would anyone want to buy that I'm like you'd be surprised what movies will sell because <laughs> yeah part of it is kind of reliving just how stupid it was and having a laugh over a bunch of drinks it's just it's hard to explain to some people unfortunately <laughs> yes <laughs> I was like, of course it's a collector's item. It's a weird ass movie. Yes. This I'll I'll say this even though like I'm sure this will air after the auction ends. I've actually got a copy of that up on eBay right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's not it. like a VHS copy that I've had since I was like 17. Go for it. Knock yourself out. <laughs> All right. So yeah, go search now. <laughs> And and I actually, I saw someone not in concert, and he doesn't really do music anymore, but he's like one of my, I don't know, like favorite people ever, um, Henry Rollins from like Black Flag and the Rollins Band. Yeah, I would see people hate on him. And I was like, I don't really have a problem with him. He's yeah. weird and very bizarre, but it's kind of what he is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, He's pretty much done with music now, and he mostly just does like touring with his spoken word stuff. But like a couple of years back, he had a movie called He Never Died. Yeah, was uh, I like I really liked that, and uh, it was just kind of out of nowhere bizarre. Movie I think it's that... still on Netflix, actually. Oh, really? Because I mean, it's the kind of thing where it's like 
you know, you could see like Nicolas Cage being the lead in that or something. And uh, instead it's, you know, Henry Rollins, who's, you know, as far as I know, I think that's his only leading role. He's had a lot of smaller parts and stuff like mm -hmm. Pete and the chase and stuff, but you know, that, that one, I mean, I'm a fan, but it, uh, you know, I think it would have caught my attention even if I didn't care who it was. I don't know. Like, I don't know if, yeah. uh, if Danzig was the star, I'm not sure if it would have worked as well. Or <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> would you go the extra mile? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they'd have to get a lot of like apple boxes from the stand on it, right? Brady movies, yes. And yeah. not every actor, just because they want to do it, doesn't necessarily mean they're good at it. You know, just ask William Shatner. Yes, you know, just and <laughs> it is just kind of interesting to just see. They just sometimes they just go for it. It's like their first few albums were trash, like, and then they. I don't know if, what it was, drugs or reawakening or whatever, and they just do a totally different kind of movie. And you're like, whoa, okay. Interesting. Yeah. There's actually someone, an actor, a director that, uh, I don't know, there's going to be a tangent. I'll, I'll stop there. You can cut that. <laughs> I mean, just kind of like there's many people trying to do like these video on demand horror movies or bizarre. Mm. VOD action films, and you're just like, just stop. I know you're going to do this for the next five years because you got contacts and everything. There's a lot of actors I love who are in kind of a movie with someone. And I'm like, I just saw this guy is so sneaky, he changed his name. I'm like, well, oh, wow. still going to do the same kind of movies if I know anything about it. <laughs> I don't know that he's improved necessarily as a filmmaker. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's like, I don't know. Or like, he might improve. Yeah. He just doesn't want to be associated with that crap. Like, it makes me think, like, you know, people are talking about, like, people being canceled and will never work again. It's like, I'm sure that whoever makes the movies that where, you know, Goldberg or whoever, like, whatever those <laughs> uh, direct to Redbox movies, you know, they're going to jump at the chance to have Kevin Spacey be the villain in their movie. And, oh, yeah. Tom Sizemore, some other guy who's mm -hmm. kind of infamous. <laughs> yeah. And, like... I mean, you know, might not be A-list anymore, but, you know, I, I very few careers are actually over uh, as a result of that. And everyone's like, so surprised when half the time everyone's just like, they kind of just take it all with a grain of salt. They've seen kind of everything, whether someone was, you know, didn't know their lines and was drunk. Like, Bill yeah. still is going to have like 20 more movies come out, even though he's retired. So Yes, yeah. So that works in their detriment, and at the same time, there's still going to be people like me who's like, "Well, I'll just see it, just because I am a fan. I want to see if he got better." No, it's like I, I, I wanted to go back and revisit, like, try and figure out, kind of like pinpoint, like you know, maybe like the last really good Bruce Willis movie. It was really hard because, like, I really enjoyed like the first few ones he did, like uh, Marauders and precious cargo and then there were just other ones where he's in outer space and some people like those just because they seem to be more self-aware and i i just like i couldn't get through it just because it just looked like a student film <laughs> yeah a bunch of video game cinematics but there was no real story and it was too self-indulgent to care what was going on unless you had worked on the movie or just i don't know just liked weird stuff <laughs> just like, yeah the other ones uh, like Vice was just bad, not to be confused with the Dick Cheney movie, because it was like a sci-fi Westworld kind of movie, and he just did not look like he wanted to be there. He just looked very angry. <laughs> it's hard. It, it really is, because you just don't know. Uh, unless you talk to someone who worked on some of those productions, you really don't know if it was a shit show or not. And yeah, uh, it's also just kind of annoying because like. You hear all these other stories about music artists, but you don't know if it was just because they left a certain record label and the guy, the producer mm -hmm. was bitter and tried to blacklist him or what. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, like, yeah, like, you know, you look at someone like Kesha, who, you know, was like probably had like kind of like a five year dry spell because she was being like blacklisted by her producer or label or something. And it's like, wow. Yeah. Okay. We'll return after these messages.
Hello and welcome to Culture Shocked, the pop culture podcast brought to you by four aging millennials and our outdated opinions. Join us every Tuesday as we discuss movies, TV, games, and even music, new and old. Dude, what do you think you're doing? Are you seriously trying to record a promo without us right now? Well, uh, yeah. Dude, you can't just do the promo by yourself. Who's going to listen to that? Yeah, and you probably haven't even told them that we're a pop culture podcast where we always agree on everything. Uh, for instance, the Sam Raimi trilogy easily being the best of the Spider-Man movies. J- no, no. But I think we can all agree that Jaws is a classical masterpiece. Mm, nope, don't like that. But we do all agree that the sequel trilogy of Star Wars is the best in the Skywalker saga, right, guys? That comment is so ridiculous, I don't even know where to Anyways, be- uh, that'll do it from all of us here at Culture Shock. Thanks for listening. Hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy. You got to sink this putt to win. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world and we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say breakfast? Every week on Breakfast, you get inside Hollywood info and tips, great breakfast wrecks and booty debates. Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's Breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Do you ever find yourself thinking about who would win in a fight between Goku and Superman? Hi, I'm James Gavsey, and on the Who Would Win show, me and my co-host Ray ignore anything important happening in the outside world and debate fictional battles between characters from comics, movies, and video games. We got a new show every week, and almost always am I the winner. Yeah, <laughs> not true, Ray. In the past, we've discussed such matches as Captain America versus Darth Vader, Solid Snake versus the Iron Giant, classic matchups like RoboCop versus Terminator, and even the Muppets versus Sesame Street. That one was crazy. So if you're a fan of geek culture and love a spirited debate, check out the Who Would Win Show wherever you get your podcasts or check us out at whowouldwinshow.com. We let things pile up in the DVR. We add them to our queues. We wait for the DVDs and Blu-rays. We time shift. The Time Shifters podcast sci-fi horror fantasy superheroes comedy action film television maybe some not so current events find us on itunes or at timeshifterspodcast.com cool thing about blind knowledge is we are in multiple countries we are worldwide all across the globe we are in the u.s we are in the uk we are in canada germany india japan we're in australia y'all blindknowledge.com now back to the feature presentation. We're just kind of like pigeonholed into these kinds of movies. <laughs> mm-hmm. Look, I like. I think like I had like a last minute addition to my list uh, because it's not really a film role, but um, oh, good. Like Tom Petty, who like he really I was looking I over like movies. He was in The Postman with Kevin Costner, which is, you know, really? not, it's super impressive. But um, for like <laughs> the last five years of King of the Hill, he was uh, like Luann's husband, Lucky. Oh, that's wild. <laughs> and he was like a really solid addition. Like, I mean, you know, I mean, he's got a distinctive voice and it worked really well for animation. And like he... Uh, David Grohl kind of did the same thing, and he was doing it before anyone even realized he was acting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was someone I was, like thought about for my list too, because like you know, I'm, well, I haven't seen that new what's the horror movie that he's done recently. Like, Neither yet, but I heard some good stuff. It just it somehow yeah. worked for whatever reason. And like I loved him as the uh, the devil in uh, Tenacious D in the Pick of Destiny. Yes, <laughs> that's another one. Like Jack Black was just doing music tour and then do some acting and. <laughs> and some of the guys he gets in some of those movies is like they're just cool personas so somehow that just kind of works yeah it was just like they just have zero range and just look like they just threw a fit with the director because they didn't want to be told what to do they wanted to just be them <laughs> and it's funnier even when uh you see just other people who is like Again, it's like investors were a big thing before they really are a big thing now, where it's just like you're big in Japan, so we kind of just do a random movie with you just being yep. a biker. Or 
Yeah, we'll get, get uh, someone in for a day of shooting and uh, put them all over the posters and stuff. For sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, any other big like standouts uh, you're thinking about or uh, oh, favorite totally. choices? Um, well, so I guess you might like uh, this one guy who is just uh, Treach. He's a rapper. Oh yeah, kind of like hot from... for a minute. Yeah, <laughs> he started like some... he was. Wasn't he Blade in the Blade TV series? No, no, no. That well, oh, well, fair enough. Uh, that was Sticky Fingers, and oh, it was Sticky I, Fingers. I really dug Sticky Fingers just because you know I liked Oinks, you know, and his collaborations with DMX. But I mean, I. I actually did kind of see him as an actor. So I saw him in a few zombie movies. I saw him on Stephen Bosco used him for a while. So I'd see him guest star in his kinds of shows, even Friedrich Strahr, you know, who had been part of Oinks, you know, was in movies like dead presidents and some of those other hood movies. So I'm like, not bad, not bad at all. It's not, it's different from say Buster Rhymes, who aside from John Singleton's higher learning pretty much always just plays <laughs> Buster Rhymes, man. Yeah. <laughs> It worked in NARC because we just needed a guy who was just going to say the F word in every sentence and say, yo, man, what the fuck? What are you doing? And then the rest of the time is like, you get kind of like Halloween resurrection where you're just like, what the heck? Oh, yeah. Like, and it's like Mighty Black Myers, yes. Yeah, so Treach basically, he basically started all these movies that would have basically starred Cuba Gooding Jr. or Wesley Snipes. <laughs> they were kind of like the art of war. He even starred in one of them, like the sequels to them. And the other ones were just, again, yeah, spy action movies. It was like, you know what? He's not bad. He could be uh, better. I've seen him be better even on TV guest spots like New York Undercover and The Player, also coincidentally with Wesley Snipes. But other than that, he's just kind of just always going to be known as the guy from Naughty by Nature, and he started in a few Seagal movies. So it's like whatever rapper's next on the- I remember I saw him in Feast. I had to look it up. Uh, uh, yeah, and I keep forgetting he's in that, and he kind of does have a funny scene in that. It's like, Yo, yeah. which I uh, hate us. Uh, I look up Henry Rollins was also in Feast. So. Yeah, so there you go. It's just like kind of just get guys who are just kind of part of the LA music scene would love to do yeah. They don't have to be the main star and they kind of prefer it, I guess, because they don't have to carry the movie. Yeah, and it's like if, you know, if you're on, you're, you're not on tour and you've got, you know, some downtime and it's like someone's like, hey, do you want to come shoot for a couple days or a couple weeks and make some money and it's like probably like yeah okay sure i'll do a movie with whoever <laughs> whether it's ball or Lou diamond phillips i don't care <laughs> but yeah i mean i think overall it's just like everyone kind of just gets along with each other and it's just why it works <laughs> yeah it's yeah it's like, and I guess it's probably like, you know, sort of like once you've worked with uh, people and you start to build up that uh, um, chemistry and stuff like that. And similar, like musicians have similar things like, you know, you're touring together or you're playing together in a band and, you know, it makes sense maybe to uh, you know, do a scene together. Like I was thinking like Anthony Kiedis and Flea in uh point break, <laughs> point break. <laughs> but it's like flea is also shown he's like in a couple of the back of the future Big movies Lebowski, he's the guy yeah. who gets scared with the bowling ball <laughs> and he was was it no no was it no no's ned in baby oh, driver that uh, and wild thornberries and they're i did not know what dirtbags they were behind the scene but yeah just for whatever reason their persona just it just kind of worked so you could totally see them playing bikers or whatever or yeah punks you know or just be an in-movie rock band and um it's funny even seeing how sometimes that's the only credit of a music singer is just the brief just cameo as a band in the background yeah you know? guitarist you know? so <laughs> that's how i got my sad card um and there's this one guy who's he's like now a pastor but he was known for doing all these independent and just stupid so bad they're good like trauma movies uh david hevner and basically he decided to do his own kung fu movies and just action movies and they're not good but that's kind of the fun (laughs) is just he, he thought he was the shit and he would even have promos for his other movies at the start of the movie as well as a music video you're like you're 
kidding. Who, where'd you get all this money? <laughs> it's just so funny how he keeps being rediscovered. And it's like, he's not good, but you kind of got to admire. He thinks he's the shit. And I've tried to interview him a few times on Facebook. And he want, he, he kind of keeps blowing me off. He does not uh. want to be known about what he's best known for. I'm like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't want to talk about your role as a pastor. I want to talk about your crazy ass movies you made in the 80s and 90s. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta like go with like the uh, a couple questions like about whatever their new project is, and then like go heavy into the old stuff, and like you warm them up and butter them up with the uh, promotion, and then get to go deep on uh, what you want to talk about. <laughs> what were you thinking? Oh, and I guess another one, uh, like I'd never really thought about as being a very good actor until recently, but. Um, only murders in the building uh maybe. yeah Selena Gomez, there you go yeah she was so good in that and it's like, i think she just kept reinventing herself as a music artist yeah. and when she started out she was still again just a disney kid along with demi lovato and it was just one of those like okay so that's just where it is <laughs> which i mean you know it's like i mean not he wasn't exactly i wouldn't call him a musician but like ryan gosling is sort of a similar yeah the uh, kids incorporated origin argument is definitely an interesting thing and then i mean eric bolfer was on that show and he mm -hmm. has an la band but he's not known for that he's known for being a tv actor so it, it is interesting how you can pretty much just channel whatever you need when you need it <laughs> yes definitely so wild because <laughs> who would have thought it <laughs> yeah and uh Actually, another kind of big name that is had on my list, but uh, I mean, Bette Midler, she yeah. was a singer, and then with the Rose, like got an Academy Award for her like de film debut, and then from then on was kind of you know could do either. She'd make movies that didn't have anything to do with music, and uh, you know kept on making music, and you know I'm sure like I think is Hocus Pocus two in the finally in the works like. <laughs> I'll probably check that out when it uh, when it gets made. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> but it is all just kind of just fascinating to just see like how everyone kind of evolves. Like Selena was just interesting because this is like she did some modeling, she did some mm. like a, she has like a cooking show on Max. So it's like I think at that point, I mean, it's kind of like what Jamie Foxx is doing. He's, he'll do like maybe two good movies a year and then just be in all these other duds or movies where he's good, but you forget he's in because the movie just sucked. And then now he's doing like a music reality show. That's not American Idol, but kind of the same kind of formula. <laughs> it's like, and it's what people are watching if they're not watching, uh, you know, lip sync battle or, you know, mass singer. So it's like, basically at that point, yeah, it's just like, you got to just hustle. He's like, I'm yes. gonna do this, I'm gonna do that, and I'm gonna do my best every time, whether I'm a comedian, you know, hosting a variety show, because or I'm a radical, you know, batshit crazy celebrity who's now got their own talk show. <laughs> this is why I killed all my contracts in Hollywood. <laughs> uh there was there's even been adult film stars who I know who have actually contributed like vocals, like I think Tara Patrick and Tracy Lords were some of them. And you're like, that's that's them. I had no idea. Okay. Wow. <laughs> on that electronic music track, that's them. <laughs> so they knew someone, and someone clearly watched a lot of their work, so to speak. <laughs> and there they are. And sometimes they'd even just appear on the music like album cover, and you're like, oh, <laughs> that's why they look so. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> you know who you are if you know who they are. <laughs> Is it uh, like the Blink-182. Yes, exactly. Totally. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. You want to bring up Fred Durst has tried <laughs> acting, and then I think he kind of gave it up, and now he's directing, and everyone's like, please stop yeah. directing. I know you're a nice guy, but it's not meant for this. Yeah, it's, it just never, nothing he does ever seems to be 
very good. <laughs> it's just like, so weird because you see him hanging out with other celebrities, and you're like, yeah. "Oh, guys, like, you know, about his work." Well, it, <laughs> people have had to be more strategic whenever they get asked about someone's work, or other times they just they won't even ask him. It's like, "So, what are you doing next?" Oh my God, what are we expecting? Uh, don't encourage him. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about. Um, and I mean, I, I think you know, there's more of a story for why she doesn't didn't have a bigger career. But I mean, Courtney Love, like, had that kind of like. Uh, yeah. she's uh, in the People weird... versus Larry Flint, and then Man on the Moon, like two uh, Milos Forman films. There's and this then... weird indie she does called Beat that has like Ron Livingston, Kiefer Sutherland playing William uh -huh. S. Burroughs, and I forgot what she was playing, but it was a real life person. It's one of those, just like. Uh, it also unfortunately just kind of just has that kind of um it's one of those where you're just like okay well uh you know you might be a crappy person who may or may not have killed Cobain, but yeah I, there's no denying you have kind of just some you're able to pace yourself and be a good enough actress so it is it's a weird predicament when you're having to kind of compliment someone who's kind of shady and yeah <laughs> just say okay it is what it is i mean I'm just saying they're not half bad. I would, I could, I could see them being in a movie, and that's that's quite alright. But then yes. there are other ones where it's like, well, whatever it is, it's, it just kind of writes itself. <laughs> and uh, recently, about like I'm actually I'm about to start uh, teaching uh, hidden figures to middle school students. Oh, nice! And so there's uh, like Janelle Monet from. Uh, she's in so that. cute so, yeah. so 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 cute <laughs> and it's funny like because uh, a friend went to see uh, a band that we both really like uh, of Montreal play in she another was, like, town yeah. and he was like oh but the opening act was this woman named uh, Janelle Monet and she was just amazing <laughs> I was like oh that sounds interesting and then like a month later she's like the biggest thing ever everywhere <laughs> like, wow. she was like in this infamous like horror movie that was like uh within like the last year that was like trying to be like get out but it wasn't very successful but i and so oh, was it saw... at a was that yeah. yeah i saw that <laughs> was it okay or um it was okay it was yeah i, I mean my... definitely it was like trying to be like get out <laughs> would be a good thing I saw most people just like, just complaining that it, I guess it just felt too much like a music video because it's like it was a music video artist. I, I would give that a chance, any movie, but it's so funny. Every reviewer I've said heard it was kind of bearing on it because they're like, well, it, it works as a, it, it just feels like she was good in yeah hidden figures, but she wasn't good in this. I was like, well, how much can you, again, sometimes... I try to take acting with a grain of salt because sometimes it really is just even the good actors are going to give a bad performance. Yeah. And she's going to be like in the Knives Out sequel, which I'm still hoping will have a better name than Knives Out 2. Like, yeah. It's like, I could pick a better one. <laughs> <laughs> Funny how it works. <laughs> yeah. It's sometimes even just funny just seeing other people who are also very, uh, they're also comedians in addition to that. And he's he mm. like, I would have had no idea. Okay. Yeah. I think other good. <laughs> I think we've summed up a lot of things. Yeah. We've, we've named everyone who's. Uh... Uh, from, uh, I take it back. There's this one guy. He was in the fourth Rambo, and he was in some of the Matthew Marsden. I was like, oh, okay, I had no idea he was like a music artist. Really? Something. And then I'm gonna look him up. So. <laughs> All good. Don't recognize him off the top of my head. <laughs> but he's a singer. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> Even Luke Goss, of all people, that guy in Blade 2 and oh yeah, freaking Hellboy 2. He was in a boy band in Britain, and they even did a documentary on it recently. It's like, that's wild, because uh, I know he has this guy who does like martial arts and 
all these taken men on fire type movies with the Raza. Uh-huh. There's another one. It's like I would see people say, you know, Raza, not half bad. And then I'd see other people, oh, Raza, he's a shit actor. He's bland. I'm like, <laughs> really? I, I don't think he's half bad considering most of the time he's pretty much just yeah being I mean, a guy who's a martial artist and doing kung fu tri- tributes. So it's like, yeah, he had a cameo in Ghost Dog because he did the soundtrack. <laughs> yes. His other movies, it's like, yeah, I'm not surprised he had a sequel to The Man with the Iron Fists and all these other movies. It's like he's kind of just. I hear he's a cool guy, so I'm pretty much is like I, I kind of just like sticky fingers. He just goes with the flow. He's like, I'm just gonna be me. Yeah. I'm gonna if it doesn't work, it's more often just the movie just was too cheaply shot. <laughs> I just forgot that he was in uh, Nobody with uh, Bob Odenkirk. Yeah, I just saw that recently. Go. And those are exactly the kind of people who are fans of it. It's just the the martial arts world loves him, and so mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, them in their movies and. I mean, common for God's sakes, he was in Street oh, Kings and John Wick too. So he's yes. <laughs> I see other people they didn't like him, and like he didn't really have much to do in American Gangster or Hunter Killer with Gerard Butler. He's just kind of just uh, delivering his lines on time. But I think <laughs> he's a nice guy, and I think he's he's kind of just shown more on TV. Like with uh, uh, he was on that Western show, Hell on Wills. Oh yeah. Boy, I didn't watch the, very much of that. But yeah, it was on yeah. Netflix for a while. I don't know where you could stream it now. Let me look up. Where can you stream Hell on Wheels? <laughs> Besides one, two, three movies. <laughs> Bootlegged, baby. Um, Hell on Wheels is on. I'm sure it's on the AMC app, but where else? Can yeah, you? but who's using that? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're using Shutter, you're not using that. So yes. <sighs> okay. Well, yeah, you can just buy it off Prime Video. I'm not doing that. All right. <laughs> Find another way. Uh, <laughs> it is funny though how we're now even into the physical versus digital, and I'm I. It's like music artists. I don't know what you take. It's like basically if you just want it all. Is yeah. like, and resell it as a collector's item. Basically, you buy it day of with the vinyl or the music with a Blu-ray or DVD concert. You know? <laughs> yes, features. there's, there's actually there's. I saw a Australian special edition of Miami Connection that uh, <laughs> kind of tempted by. <laughs> it's like because it comes with like the album and, and it's 20 like, bucks less dragon sound or, and a shirt and stuff and it's like yeah, I, do i need this but it could also be fun <laughs> i had to do that with some of the shout factory blu-rays it's like they cost less because they were uh no longer uh you know with the poster or the out of print mm, yeah. stuff for the nostalgia crowd and it's like yeah that's fine <laughs> yeah yeah it's like yeah it depends like Usually, it's like if I can find a cheaper version rather than the uh, $150 version or whatever, I'm going to go for the cheap version. <laughs> totally. Totally. Stuff to even explain to people in some cases. They're just like, oh, I'm physical. No, only get it if it's streaming on Spotify. <laughs> it's like, you win either way. <laughs> yeah. You don't. <laughs> have to do just one format there are many kino lover blu-rays i will pay nickel and dime for and there's others like no i just i can't justify it this month i'm just gonna have to go wherever it's streaming yeah well and it's so like sometimes i'll have it like you know the an awesome blu-ray but it's like oh, i gotta go over and get it off the shelf or i can just you know stream it on uh disney plus or whatever and so it's like yeah well, it's what I'm going to do because I'm lazy or I'm, I want to watch it on my phone. <laughs> or I hate that like argument that. too. It's like some movies I'm going to watch on my Spectrum internet on my phone. That's just what I have available at work. And there's others like, yeah, I'm going to watch it on Netflix. And then there's others like, no, I'm going to watch it on my big screen TV. It doesn't matter. Yes. It's just whatever I have available. I'm more objective looking at how the story is flowing and marathoning. Yes. Sometimes <laughs> I'm just revisiting it. It's like, it looks great HD or, oh, they did a terrible remaster job. Yes, that's, which is always disappointing it's when that happens. But. It's just a bizarre DVD edit. <laughs> <laughs>
decided to tint the movie kind of greenish for some reason. Mm-hmm. Well, this has been a delight. Just kind of just yeah. going through just people who we can kind of respect versus ones who are just like, I can kind of see why didn't, they didn't work out for them. Just no one was on the same page. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, there were, it was, I think we came up with a pretty good list of... Uh, Right, <laughs> Not easy. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you for being on here. And where can we find you on the internet? <laughs> um, I I have a website, uh, livelocalman.com, that I very rarely update, but <clears throat> I've got a lot of uh, writing about movies and music on there that uh, you can go through the archives and it's all timeless. Oh, there. <laughs> nice. Excellent. Uh, sure to link it to me, and I will share it with the world. <laughs> all right. I'll, uh, I'll get it to you. <laughs> hey, perfect. Thank you for being on here. <laughs> Thank you very much. Follow us on the web on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The podcast is available on Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor, Apple, and anywhere else podcasts are available. Feel free to review our show and leave comments on any of those sites. Thanks a million for listening. It's a